0: deus disipentur inimici eius, et fugiancio a facia eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. <clears throat> I was going to take today off, um, kind of let the voice recover. I spent a lot of time on the phone. And then I was laying down, getting ready to go to bed. I'm like, you know what? Let me catch this video. And I had a bomb dropped on me. I want to give the hat tip to Glenn Beck. Because they always pay attention to such things. And particularly when it comes to the money. Um, It is fairly important. But it is far worse than we ever thought. The whole situation. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michaela Arcangele, defend the Nos Proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias, si diabolios de praesidium. Imperatili dea supplices deprecamor, tuique principis militiae caelestis, maliosque spiritus malignos qui ad perditionem animarum in urremodo divina virtute letrude. Amen. Cor Jesu sacratissimo nobis. Mater dolorosa ora pro nobis. Speculum iustitiae ora pro nobis. Domine ostende faciem tuam et salvae Ave Maria purissima, immaculata conceptio est. Amen. I don't know what's going on with my computer But the main um, My main recording devices seem to be Completely going haywire So I'm again recording from the phone I don't know how well this is going to go I don't even know if I'm going to be able to publish this on time Because it looks like the entire It looks like Anchor is down Um, So I guess we'll just have to see <clears throat> Anyhow. It's much worse than we thought. There was a FOIA request. There was a FOIA request put in in 2010 for the numbers having to, for the actual numbers having to do with TARP. What the heck is going on here? Anyhow. Well, the numbers were held sealed for two years. And then when they tried to get it, they ended up trying to seal them for another 10 years. And they met. So we are now in 2022, just getting the numbers from 2010. And if you remember at the time, the tarp program and all all of the bailouts and all that other stuff they were like we're spending 5 trillion dollars and in spending 5 trillion dollars we got the tea party the tea party came out of tarp because america was furious because taxpayers were footing the bill for banks bad decisions and 5 trillion dollars was insane and think about this, because here's how far we've come in 12 years. $5 trillion was insane. And last year, what they told us they were spending numbered out to $12 trillion. And I mean, a lot of people thought it was dangerous, but nobody was like, holy crap, you guys are crazy. Many of us said, hang on a minute, $12 trillion is out of control. In fact, you'll remember I said on this podcast many times, $12 trillion was completely out of control. It was nuts. Well, the FOIA request went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and it was opened. And the actual numbers actually pulled me out of bed. In 2008, the actual number was 29 trillion dollars the government spent 5 and the federal reserve dumped 29 trillion dollars and the, and that money went to germany and the uk and japan and all over the world. A reasonable estimate for the amount of money dumped into the global economy from the United States Federal Reserve. A reasonable estimate based on the activity that we could trace is 90 Five trillion dollars from two thousand twenty to two thousand twenty two. <clears throat> that is the reasonable estimate. Ninety five trillion dollars. And we have no idea where the money went because the federal reserve is not a government entity. They don't act like they don't really hold the, like Congress doesn't actually hold the purse strings. Like we like to think they do, but over the course of the last two years, they have loaned, excuse me, over the course of the last 95 weeks, they have loaned out $1 trillion each and every week. And that's just what we know. The reasonable estimate during the whole time of COVID is almost a hundred trillion dollars. That is the reasonable estimate. And we don't know. If there, let me put this in perspective. You remember, well, maybe, maybe not, but in 2008, the unfunded liabilities for Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid, the unfunded liabilities was $123 trillion. That was in two thousand eight. <clears throat> Holy cow! Yeah, it looks like the uh, looks like the website for Anchor is down. Well, now I'm really hoping I'm going to be able to publish this thing. I've never seen this before. I'd like in all honesty, I have never in my life seen anything like this. A hundred and we're looking at a hundred and, a hundred trillion dollars that the Federal Reserve has just printed out of thin air. They didn't even like this is beyond money machine go burr. Because you didn't get a hundred trillion dollars. And let's put this in perspective. A hundred trillion dollars, they would be able to give each and every American citizen nine hundred thousand dollars. Man for every man, woman, and child in the United States of America. Actually, correction, it's not even every American citizen. The amount of money they dumped into the world, you could give every man, woman, and child within the continental borders of the United States nine hundred thousand dollars. What could have you, what could you have done with almost a million bucks? That's how much money, like legitimately, that's how much money they dumped into the system. The Federal Reserve could have actually just credited your bank account, created a bank account for every one of your children every one of the every one of the men women and children in your city the Afghan refugees the Haitian immigrants everybody who went storming across the border in this last year they could have given every single human being within the borders of the United States regardless of citizenship status nine hundred thousand dollars each and I will tell you that that would have been less damaging to the American economy than what they've done because what they've done is is effectively obliterated the world. Because you didn't get nine hundred thousand dollars, your children didn't get nine hundred thousand dollars, your neighbors didn't get nine hundred thousand dollars, the Afghan immigrants didn't get nine hundred thousand dollars. Nobody got nine hundred thousand dollars. You got what? Twenty-four hundred dollars tops. Thirty-six if you had, you know, like what? Three thousand dollars tops. Thirty-six hundred maybe depending on how many kids you had. I mean, seriously. Did your business get a million dollar bailout? Did you get a million dollars to start a business? (laughs) This is insane. This is beyond insane. Because... There are more U.S. dollars in circulation than any other currency, best I can tell, with the exception of Zimbabwe, because they actually have trillion-dollar they actually have trillion-dollar bills that you could buy coffee with. <clears throat> there are more U.S. dollars in circulation than I think is currently in than I think money is actually currently in circulation from any other nation. And where's all that money scattered across the globe. Think about this. We were angry at a hundred. What was it? $150 billion that got dropped off in Iran. Like, is there anybody who actually thinks that that's even remotely a threat at this? $150 billion was dropped in dropped off in Iran. That was pocket change compared to what they were doing because there was almost 30 times that amount of money dumped into the global economy sent around the world that same year. And all of this has been happening behind the scenes under the cover of darkness. They have been loaning each other trillions upon trillions of dollars. During TARP, Citibank got $3.7 trillion. Or excuse me, it wasn't 3.7. I got that number backwards. That was Japan who got $3.7 trillion. Japan got $3.7 trillion. How much money did they get now? In Germany, did you know that inflation is actually at the highest rate since the Second World War? In Germany. Give it another couple of weeks, it'll be the highest infl- it'll be the highest rate of inflation since the Weimar Republic. The UK, 40-year high. The United States. Fun fact, if we actually measured inflation the way we're supposed to, be the highest rate of inflation since 1970. And that's just what they're telling us. <clears throat> also, confirmation just came in. The plan is to eliminate cryptocurrency, which is why crypto is being crumbled right now. It's why it's being obliterated. If the plan is to eliminate crypto, then Kazakhstan's screwed. Because whatever the unrest is, is going to be fomented as long as they can to continue to keep Bitcoin from being mined. And then they're going to start other places. I feel for El Salvador. El Salvador's El Salvador actually have adopted Bitcoin as their official national currency. Oh, they're they're boned. They're screwed. I have never The thing that makes this so horrifying is that there's no way to comprehend this. There's really no way to peel this open. We're beyond everything. And this was all done by the United States Federal Reserve. This was not done by the International Monetary Fund. This was not done by the EU. This was done by the U.S. I wonder how much money we gave to China. No way to tell. Goodness gracious, there is no way to tell. $29 trillion in 2010. $29 trillion in 2010. Most of us didn't know that. None of us knew it. $29 trillion in 2010, and it is distinctively possible that they have spent in the last two years $100 trillion. Now, I don't know how this calculates into national debt because, I mean, it's banks. They're not the government. We thought things were bad when it was just the government, but the banks have basically. the banks have basically turned themselves into Golga They've decided that they've adopted that for the, for the global currency, they've adopted the tree leaf and they come in denominations of Oak and Maple and Ash and Elm. And anybody can just go out and grab a couple of leaves and buy whatever it is that they need. And in order to control the inflation, what they're going to do is they're going to go out there with flamethrowers and they're going to declare war on the trees so that they can shrink the amount of currency. That's what they've done. Now, I'm not a financial advisor, but by this point, I actually hope you own something. I hope you own something, because I suspect <clears throat> that in order to, fi- to, to fix this mess, actually, at this point, I hope you own nothing. See, because here's the thing. In the 1930s, during the Great Depression, when we were getting ready to go into the war, what did they do? What did FDR do? What did the Treasury do? A lot of people don't realize this, but they went out and they confiscated the gold and silver from American citizens. They went out and they took it. And then when the gold and silver wasn't enough, they went out and got the copper. There are some people who remember as children that lead pennies were still in circulation in the 1940s and 1950s. Lead pennies. Because we were still on the gold standard, and we had to make our money out of something because the gold and the silver and the copper and all of the precious metals were needed in order to finance the war effort. And now, the Federal Reserve has put out a report saying basically that cryptocurrency is not going to be allowed in the market anymore that is the synopsis. Now I haven't read the report, but the synopsis basically falls in with what I anticipated. I anticipated that what they were going to do was they were going to do everything that they can to destroy the crypto market because the crypto market was the number one thing that stood in their way from being able to establish a fully controllable digital currency. And they basically come out and said, that's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what we want to do. That's exactly how we're going to work it. We're going to go ahead and destroy the crypto market. So at least this way, we don't have to worry about having any competition with something that's actually stable. Because here's the thing. For those of you who don't know, Bitcoin has a termination date when you will no longer be able to mine any further Bitcoin. That's what makes Bitcoin valuable is the fact that there's only so much amount of the data, only so much amount of the blockchain, only so much about, only there is only so much coin available. So when, as the algorithm cuts in half, because it cuts in 50%, it, like it cuts in half in increments every few years, and it will eventually cut in half until it cuts down to zero. And then there will be no more Bitcoin available. And that, and the fine, and it will be basically just like gold, only digital, because there will not be any more. There will be no more to be had. And that's what makes Bitcoin valuable. Simultaneously, that's what make Do- what makes Dogecoin a joke, because Dogecoin does not have that same termination point. It can it can simply it does have a set rate, but it will be a continually growing amount of data. So that the coins will always be able to be farmed. It doesn't have the half-life built into it the way Bitcoin does. So what do they do? They destroy Bitcoin. They're going to destroy Ethereum and Cardano. They're going to destroy Solana and all of the altcoins. They're going to obliterate all of them because there can only be national bank currencies national bank currencies central bank currencies but there's another question that needs to be asked and at this point it now absolutely has to be asked there are 12 banks that are members of the federal reserve six of them are known JP Morgan Chase Citibank uh, Bank of America Wells Fargo and I forgot the other one (coughs) There are six more banks that nobody knows who they are that are part of the 12 banks that make up the Federal Reserve. So the question I want to know is who are those other six banks? Why don't we know who they are? And why would we let an organization who has absolutely no accountability to the people. Now, here's the thing. You know, I'm not a fan of democracy. You know, I'm not a fan. You know, I'm not a fan because I mean, people are generally stupid, so they don't pay attention anyway. But there is no, but we don't even know who these people are to hold them to account for what they've done. I don't want to see a central bank digital currency. I want to see the Federal Reserve eliminated. At this point, I want every central bank eliminated around the world. These people are absolutely disgusting. This is this is so far beyond usury, I don't even know where to put this. Because this is going to cripple everyone. Everyone is going to be suffering. We're already suffering from an actual inflation rate closer to 15%. a 30% increase in gas, a, a nearly 20% increase in food. It's 20% increase just in meat. The fast food prices in the last year have gone from $6 a combo meal to $9 a combo meal now to $13 a combo meal. And this is just tracking freaking Burger King. In 2019, i could go to Burger King and pay 6 or $7 for, for a combo meal, large fry, for a freaking double whopper, large fries, and a large drink. i do that today. It's almost $13 freaking dollars. In two years, we're talking a, 100, a nearly 100% increase. You cannot buy at any fast food joint, except maybe Taco Bell, anything less than $6. Which is really, really funny. For Carl's Jr., which used to have the six-dollar burger, which is now nine ninety-five, I don't know that for sure. I did, just felt like saying that. Should probably look that up. Let's find out. Does Carl's Jr. even still have the six-dollar burger? Six-dollar burger. Boop. Carl's Jr. quietly started calling their $6 burgers thick burgers so they could charge more than $6 for them. Are we surprised? Not really. I gotta tell you, this is absolutely nuts. like this is bewilderingly nuts. But you can't go to Charles, Carl's Jr. and get a six-dollar burger anymore. It was funny when it was six-dollar. It was a six-dollar burger for three forty-nine. You remember that? Probably not by now. But in 2013 in Alaska where they have to import all beef it was 5.49 for the $6 burger. And that was still the combo which was nice When this bill comes due, who do you think they're going to look at? Do you understand that what we've done, we're actually quite possibly single-handedly responsible for global inflation. Now, I don't know what the IMF has done. I'm assuming that the, that the, you know, that the EU central bank and the IMF and all them, like, I'm assuming they're actually like, this is actually the reason why they've been angry with the federal reserve lately. And if you track the news about the federal reserve, the IMF has actually come out and condemned the federal reserve for what they've been doing lately. And we didn't even know the full story. They weren't, it's not like they were saying, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, you guys are screwed because they dumped, because they dumped $100 trillion into the world. This isn't usury. This is somewhere beyond. If I had to guess the level of hell these people are going to be in, I wouldn't want to. I know I would not want to be them. I know for a fact I would not want to be them. Because this... You understand, if the inflation rate is at 3%, and you have to pay an interest rate of five percent. That's usurious lending. Capish? If the inflation rate is at three percent, and you're only receiving an inter- interest on your savings at one and a half percent, that's usurious. Like literally. That's actually the Catholic definition of usury. You've crossed into usury when you're only talking half, like half a percentage, because when you're talking half a percentage times billions of dollars around the world, it's huge because it's not a half penny here, a half penny there. In fact, a half penny can add up so fast. It's not even funny. Which is why the church's definition of usury is, is literally just you know when you're lending out money and you're getting and you're getting an interest rate back at greater than the inflation rate. If they've just spent the last year dumping a hundred, the last two years dumping one hundred trillion dollars into the global economy. that is an approximately $900,000 tax for every man, woman, and child within the continental United States. Because that's the amount of money that's going to vanish. And they're talking about doing a central bank digital currency, and they're talking about doing it equitably, which of course means some people are going to be more equal than others because that's how they do. And if you let's put this in perspective. If you have $1000 in the bank right now, you might be lucky if the if the purchasing power of the equivalent is $100. If you, after this transition is done, if you have $1,000 in the bank today, you will be thanking your lucky stars if that $1,000 translates into $100, the new central bank digital currency. And oh, hey, by the way, the new CBDCs are programmable, which means that you won't be able to spend that $100 on particular items. And what are the items on the chopping block? Meat, wood, coal, gas. Nothing major. Just heat and food. understand I don't know if it's $95 trillion that they've or roughly $100 trillion, but that is well within reason because they lied when they said it was going to be 50 billion because 50 billion within weeks turned into 500 billion, 500 billion turned into a trillion. We don't even know if it went higher than that. Although it's reason it is actually reasonable to assume because here's the thing. It used to be, you could draw $5 billion and then you had to pay it back in 24 hours. Well, within 90 days, it was up to a trillion dollars and you could pay it back in three months. And this is every single bank in the country because here's the real funny part. Even if you don't want to participate in the program, every single bank was forced into participating. In 2010. If you think that's changed. You're kidding yourself. What does this mean? I don't even know. This crap blew my mind. But it does give me a sense of understanding why we might be getting ready to go to war with Russia. Because Russia has seen a lot of what we've been doing and they've been trying to get off of the dollar as a reserve currency for more than a decade. And China just screwed itself, so I mean they may as well just stick with what they got. Because I think we dumped more money into the world. No, we didn't. No, we might have actually dumped as much money into the world as China's housing market. The total, the total about to be gone value of China, China's housing market. <clears throat> I gotta be honest with you, I don't know how this actually ends. I know what it's gonna look like we're going to get a period of wheelbarrows where we're trying where we're trying to do things and you're just not going to I mean you're not going to be able to buy anything. And that'll probably last a couple of weeks as they try to hurry up and get these CBDCs up and then when they got those up they'll sell us on it because it has to be because at this point it has to be we've completely screwed ourselves over and this is going to be the new thing. And those CBDCs will be well connected to each other. I do hope that you're not in crypto because you're about to get you're about to get an awakening in crypto unlike anything because they don't want you around. And it was one of the reasons why, even though I wanted to get into Bitcoin, and I really wish I would have gotten into Bitcoin because I'd have been loaded when I finally dumped the Bitcoin. Uh, you know, freaking last. Well, actually, it would have been this year. If I was able to get it, because if I was able to get in right when I was first hearing about it. I'd be loaded. And I would have dumped, and honestly, I would have dumped out at freaking $66,000. <clears> Gracious. But everybody who's invested in crypto, you're screwed. They're doing it on purpose. You may as well, like, no joke, I'm not a financial advisor. But what they said tracks with what I knew they were going to do when Bitcoin first came out. Because I was like, there's no way they're going to allow a freaking currency that is not state owned doesn't at least have the promise of the state because even because even your dollar bill when you take it out it still says federal reserve promissory note so it still has something that looks like a federal like a like a, a a governmental imprimatur it's not which is where we were making our mistakes from the start and they keep saying this is fascism it's not nothing about this. This isn't Nazism. This isn't communism. What they're doing right now, this, there's not even a word for this crap. Cause I know Mussolini didn't do it in Italy and I know Franco didn't do it in Spain and I know, and I know Salazar didn't do it in Portugal and I know Hitler didn't do it in Germany and I know Stalin didn't do it in, in Russia. There's not a word for what's happening. This is a level of theft that I have never seen in my lifetime. This is so far beyond. And it's this exact same fricking funny money that people have been buying houses with. That BlackRock has been purchasing entire neighborhoods with this exact same funny money. Honestly, at this point, (sighs) at this point, screw these guys. Whatever they get, they're going to deserve. Whatever they get, they're going to deserve. The only thing that I ask of our Heavenly Father is that the most wicked pay the harshest price. Because these are clearly godless people. Because you cannot do this to the world. To your fellow citizen. To your fellow human being. I don't know anybody who could look into the eyes of a child, any child, and say I just screwed your entire life up. Your whole chance at being able to raise a family, I just burned that to the ground. Because that's exactly what they did. The systems that we thought we could that we thought we could still play by, they're gone. When all of this comes rolling out, it will be absolutely gone. Because they lied. Because they obfuscated. Because they took the inner workings of a system that nobody really knew And they just kept it away. Not accountable to the people. Not accountable to the government. Do You understand? I mean, I would prefer these like, no joke. If we had a king, then they could at least hold them to account and be like, hey guys, you guys are guilty of treason and all of you are losing your heads. But we don't have laws to cover this. We don't have a legal structure to actually hold these people accountable. There's nothing. There is nothing on the books that covers this. I mean, maybe RICO statutes, but how do you even process this? And then how do you get the people who have benefited like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and all of these people in government who have been taking payoff after payoff after payoff, how do you get these people to prosecute? Like, where do you even go? So beyond the pale. These guys have the wickedness of Judas and Ephialtes and every traitor ever. And I bet they don't even see it. They're just like, "Oh well, we're we've got our money and we've got our power and we've got our that we can do pretty much whatever we want." Every last one of the people who were involved in the two in the two thousand eight to two thousand ten financial thing. They should all be drawn and quartered. They should all be hanged from the rooftops of their sky rises in New York City. Or wherever the hell they're or wherever the hell their their banking center is. So Atlanta, Charlotte, whatever. Every last one of these people should be hanged from the tops of their buildings. And at this point every single person in our government should too. All of the judges who allowed this to be hid. I mean, the whole point behind a FOIA request is so that the American people can find out what the heck is going on. Every judge that said, "Ah, well, you don't really need to see it. Uh, No, every last one of them should hang. The people who have done this should hang. The people who did this in 2008 should hang. should hang. But as I'm very fond of pointing out at work, should is the second most expensive word in the English language, and it only comes behind if. And the if that's rolling through my head right now is if there is any justice left in this world. Prepare for a barter system. That's what we're headed to. Farmers markets, local banks, credit unions. Dial it way back. Figure out how, figure out how best to weather the storm. Figure out what you're going to do when next year... Everything, the price of every single thing in America is double what it is today. Minimum. Anticipate by February of 2023 that everything in the stores today will cost twice as much as it does today. And assume that even that which is left is going to be gone. Plan for that. Particularly if you have families, plan for that. Because that might only be just scratching the surface. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. God save us all. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.